Welcome back to NMP Talk Show, the show that keeps you informed and engaged with topics about your mental health, wellness. And uh, I want to welcome my co-host, Figile. Figile, welcome to the show. Thank you, Nero. I haven't been in, on the show in a little while, eh? Yes. <laughs> but it's so good. It feels good to be back. I'm looking forward to this nourishing hour due to the information that we'll be getting on the show. Oh, yeah. We're always happy to have you over. You know, uh, there's no show without you. And maybe that's why we didn't have a show last week, because you were not around. Because <laughs> I wasn't here. <laughs> but we're happy that you that you are here with us. So mm-hmm. um, where are we streaming today? Today we are live on our Riverside FM. We're live on TikTok. We are live on YouTube. And we are live on um, uh, what's this Telegram. So if you want to raise a question, pass a comment, you are welcome to do so. If you are on YouTube, you just type your comment. We'll be able to see it and read it. If there's a question, we'll answer it. Same as when you are on TikTok, you can just type in your question. I will be able to see it. Uh, Those who are on um, Riverside FM, you can just type your question or comment on the chat box. We'll be able to see it live. And those who are on Telegram, you can just grab the mic, raise your hand, and then um, the, our host will unmute you, and then you'll be able to go ahead and uh, raise your comment or ask a question. Awesome. Thank you for that introduction, uh, Figile. So today's topic, we're talking about wills. You know, um, what, what is a will? We're talking about will and testaments. Uh, we're planning for the future, you know, especially um, when you're not around. You need to make sure those that are left behind they have something to care for for them, you know. And mm-hmm. um, today we want to talk about specifically about how to prepare one, what you need to do, you know, all the steps and why you need to have a world in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot, a lot of people don't have. Figure, I don't know uh, from the background that you have, especially in this field. Do you think a lot of people have wills? You know, eighty percent of South Africans don't have wills in place. Yeah. If uh, some of them, they do have wills, but they are not valid. So, you know, it's important for us to know um, whether our wills are valid, updated, uh, when to update it, how to update our wills. You know, that, mm. th- those are the important questions that we, we, we need to ask ourselves or talk about. Um, one thing that I find it interesting is that most of us people, human beings in general, we don't like talking mm. about death while we know it's inevitable, mm. <laughs> you know? So um, if we don't talk about that, obviously we don't want to talk about wills. Yeah. You know, let, let me do something quickly. Um, mm-hmm. Check if everyone can hear us uh, on Telegram. Uh, let me unmute one. Uh, Hilda, you can unmute yourself. Are you able to, to hear both of us? Yes. Okay. Loud and clear. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm going to mute you. You can raise a hand later on when um, when you have a question. Mm-hmm. So so let's come back to you, uh, Figile. Yes. You said 80% of people don't have wills. You know, yes. I, I was reading one article that says um, to have a will, you need to have a, um, a wet signature on it. So um, if I myself type a will and, you know, uh, prepare it myself, and then don't go to professionals. Sometimes it can be deemed not 
um, a valid document. Is that true? Um, you know, um, yes or no. <laughs> mm. So um, the word document, the, the word signature, it means that your yeah. will, whatever you wrote, must be yeah. signed, like hand signed. You know, that's mm -hmm. what the acts uh, actually are requests uh, for a will to be valid, which means if a will is like um, done electronically or you have an e-signature on it, it's invalid. You know, it's, it's you can have it drafted, but it won't be valid. So you will form part of the eighty percent. No, man, that's the you know the age the age that we live in the gen what do you call it the Gen Z. The Gen um, Z, yes. Yeah, we we working with 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 digital you know signatures and all of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, why why are we not there yet? Where you can draft it on a computer and sign it like e signature. And it, so it one, one of the requirements Newo, is that a will has to be handwritten or typed. Mm. That's the mm. requirements by the, the by law for it to be valid. So it needs yeah. to be handwritten or typed, and then it mm. has the wet signature. And which we say it's actually, I mean, outdated. We're living in a generation where everybody is on um, technology; they tech savvy. So, I mm. mean, I want to, to. I'm on the road. Uh, I have to sign my will. Uh, now I, I can sign and have it valid, you know. But mm. in mm. the court of law, it won't stand because it's not hand. Um, it, it's not handwritten. There's no witnesses, and uh, your signature is not a the hand signature. So it's still invalid. However, there are talks going on to say um, maybe they need to change the, the, the law, you know. Yeah, they need to yeah. look into it. I think it's a, com a conversation that is already out there to say, look, the Gen Z don't have time. We don't have time. I'm not the Gen Z, but I don't have time, you know. So <laughs> if you send me a, a will, you say I need to print it out. I need to sign it. After signing it, I still have to find witnesses to sign uh, on the wheel. And those witnesses cannot be people who are going to inherit on my will. Where will I get those? Because mm, maybe I'm mm. staying with my kids and my kids obviously are the ones who are going to be beneficiaries on my will. So mm. see, it takes a lot of time for us to get there. That's why most people, they feel like the process of having a valid will is daunting. Hence, even if I thought about it, I don't action it. Yeah. I mean, uh, the first legislature that was put in place was somewhere around 1953 about yes. the war. And yes. and it was amended like a, a small bit of it in 1996. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. You know how old somebody who's, who, who was, was born in 1996? <laughs> mm, over two decades. <laughs> yeah, no, I believe something must be done about that. Cause That's so our, true. That's... Our devices... You know, we use mm. smartphones, smart tablets. Everything is very smart. We do documentation there. Um, if you if you have a, a PDF document, you can fill it up on on your device and sign it on the device, and it becomes a legal document. And and it just baffles me why we can't do that with the world. And maybe that's why the eighty percent um, you'd find that majority of that eighty percent have wills, mm -hmm. but it's not the recognized one according it's, to the it's law. It's not a valid one. Yes, yes. Mm. I, I mean, some, they believe they have it. You know, I had um, mm. somebody coming to me and say, look, 
we do have a soft copy. We printed out the soft copy of a will. Mm. And mm. unfortunately, when they got to the court, um, the high court, they requested to have uh, the original copy. So now with whatever is happening in the world, imagine if you were in KZN where there were mm. floods and people lost all their important documents. Yes. Where yeah. will you find um, that important document now? So see, if I had a soft copy that is saved on um, Google the cloud. Um, yeah. Docs, you know, I can be able to download it and have it. Of which mm. now the reality is that for me to have a valid will, if I was involved in the KZN floods, I need to make sure that I've got a new will drafted and I still mm. I have a, a valid copy. Like that mm. is what that has a word signature. If not, unfortunately, your estate will be will take time to unwind and it will be administered in interstate, you know, of which mm. that's not what we want. Hmm. All right, let, let's invite those that are connected online. Um, if, if you have any question, please uh, raise your hand. Any comment as well, you can also raise a hand to, to, uh, to comment. Um, what I'm interested to find out from you is, um, do you have a will in place? And if you have a will, how old is that will? Was it, you know, drafted 10 years ago and your circumstances have changed, your wealth has increased? Oh, it has depleted. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that's another that's another issue that we encounter. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the first the first time you said um, they can have my millions, and now you don't have any millions. Uh, you you don't even you have know. cents. <laughs> you, you know that's very important. Now you you, you find mm. that um, I might have a will in place. Now, yeah. um, when I was drafting the will, I had. Uh, maybe I started working, you know, mm. because that's another thing that we don't look at to say, I don't have enough assets to have a will. If you mm. are a human being living and you are old enough, you've got people who you've got families, you started working, you need to have a basic will, you know, so that your last wishes can be actioned the way you want them to be. Like if you want to be buried, you know, I've encountered situations where family members are saying, she said, he said, and now what's the yeah. proof? Where's the proof to say that's what they said? So now the family members are, are fighting over a dead body. How is they, how, how are they going to be buried? Where will they be buried? So if I'm leaving, you can just draft a basic will to say, okay, should I pass on? May you please incriminate me? Or may you please bury me next to my grandfather or wherever, you know, so that there's no fight. You eliminate all these fights that rise when um, one family member passes in, within the family. So what, you, what I'm hearing from you is a world is not necessarily um, what you're talking about, your, uh, your belongings. It's not it only includes for a lot your of things. Mm -hmm. Okay. We do have a hand uh, on Telegram. Okay, let's hear. Welcome to the show. Hi, this is Piggy Day. How are you? I'm good. How are you? It's, it's like you it's, I'm good. I'm good. It's like you read my mind. I, I must actually come to you and I draft my own will on how I want to be buried. Yes. And who you want to be your funeral executor, you know, because there's, there's quite a few things that we don't think about. And only mm. when you are no longer there, yeah. it becomes a battle within the family. So, yes, mm. you can do that. Yes. 
So, so do you need yeah. a professional? I'll, I'll have to come to you, Figili. Yeah. Yes, yes, you can. You are welcome to come to me, um, Auselda. All right. Um, we'll, we'll share your details um, on, on the uh, chat That's and fine. everything. Yeah, yeah. So um, then you said you need a professional to do that, to make it legal. Does it come with costs? You, you know, now, to be honest mm. with you, if you've got a basic will, like how you want to be buried and you don't mm. have much, you can draft mm. your own will. You can just download um, the template and put the information that you require to put because it's just basic. Only when it gets to when you've got assets, you need to do your estate planning. You need to have a professional drafting your will because you need to make sure that as much as the will is valid, it is liquid as well. You find that people have estates and on their estate, their estate is not liquid. You find that I said I want uh, my assets to be distributed like this, only to find that the, by the time I pass on, I've got liabilities which uh, exceeds my, my assets. So now whatever I thought I had is not there because I didn't plan for it. So if you know that you've got an estate, like you've got assets, you've got investments, you've got a house, you've got a life cover, you've got family members, make sure that you uh, you see a professional to draft your will, to assist you in drafting your will. It could be a will consultant, it could be a financial advisor, financial planner, it could be a, a lawyer, you know, just to make sure that all the aspects are covered. Awesome. Um, do you see the chat there? There's a question on the chat box. It's from Let Esther. Me see. Yes. Esther is saying uh, if you okay, you can read it out. Yeah. Uh, good day, studio crew. Good day, Esther. If a good will day, is completed, um, signed, including two witnesses, is that valid but not stamped by the commissioner of court? Yes. Now, what you need to look at, it is a valid will because it is completed, everything is there, it is signed by you and two witnesses and those two witnesses are of legal age i think with me the legal age will be uh, anybody with uh, from the ages 13 going upwards can be your witness in your will and they are not beneficiaries in your will your will is valid now the keeping the safe keeping of the will because you know um in this area people um can like the fraud is there, you know, mm. I can redraft your will and put whatever I want and keep it as signed. So the, the safekeeping is very important as well to say, where is your will kept? Is it in a vault? And uh, the, the, the will that is in the vault has to match the original will that is within um, your important documents. Hope wow. I answered you, Esther. Yeah, no, I, I think I think it's covered. Um, you said the beneficiaries cannot sign the will no they cannot i mean why not <laughs> think about it <laughs> if um my kids were beneficiaries on my estate and they are witnesses i can it could be that they drafted the will and they signed it uh, by themselves so it cannot be valid but if the will is drafted, they are beneficiaries. And Newo, as much as they don't know Newo, 
or I mm. met anybody on the street and signs it, then yes, it is a valid will. You cannot benefit and be a, a witness on the same will that you're benefiting in. But the, the things will, will be coming to you. Or are they are they afraid that we might, you know, conspire and... Obviously, now, like I get said, rid of you. They, 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 uh, I mean, it could be that they plan to get rid of me and they make me sign. Hopefully no not. <laughs> See, Hopefully. so we we avoiding um the the mm. you know that will raise suspicions to say okay, why are you benefiting in the witnesses of the will? Is the will valid? Now, mm. because of that, the, 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 the court says, no, you cannot be a beneficiary and sign the will. You know, you make me think now, what's uh -huh. the best practice um, when it comes to this? Can I draft a will? Like, for instance, it's just me and my wife. We don't have children. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can I draft a will, get somebody to be a witness, and then share the will with my wife to say, um, this is the will. Um, should should something happen to me th there you can find it or you I can have a copy that, of it actually hmm. I will advise that because um, in most cases we tend to hide um, that important piece of document from our hmm. loved ones whereas um, let's take for instance I want to be cremated and hmm. the will is with the lawyer um, my spouse doesn't have a copy of that will only after the will will be read way after the funeral, only to find that I didn't want to be buried wherever I was buried. So mm. if that my spouse knows that this is the original document or a copy, mm. give them a copy, you know, to say, okay, this is what happens in the will. You don't need to hide that information. And you, don't, you shouldn't be scared that they will kill you, of which, you know, that's what people tend to do out there. But you, you, you actually, I always recommend that your spouse should know what is in your important document. What is it that they are provided for so that it mm. doesn't raise disputes when you are no longer there? Okay. All right. No, maybe uh, I, I'm trying to hide how, how much money I have, you know, stacked somewhere around yeah we won't say tempted. how much you've got <laughs> <laughs> so what will be in your will will be i've got an investment with whatever company or okay. i don't state specifically if you want everything to come into your estate and mm. um then be distributed from the estate you can just bring everything in and say in my estate my spouse will inherit a hundred percent you don't have to name it individually but if mm. you've got other people that you want to benefit out of your estate and specifically maybe you your wedding ring you wanted to go to a specific person that's when you can put it to say okay i've got this um ring uh, that was uh, this is how it looks like and I wanted to go to this person or I've got this um, house that I would like to give to this person. Then you can distribute it like that. They shouldn't know mm. exactly what is there because your will won't state everything that you have. Yeah. So one of the things I also checked out, you know, um, while, I, while I was preparing for the show is that um, like you have components um, when you ha when it comes to a will and testament, like you have your executor, your beneficiaries, your assets, and your guardianship, how do you integrate all of that into a will? So now we'll start with the guardian. 
the guardian mm. if you've got kids that are under the age of 18 yeah. you should have a guardian uh, you nominate the person that you believe will be able to look after your kids and mm. then um you 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 just state and that person should be a person you spoke to you know that person should keep a soft copy or a copy of your will, even if it's not the original copy, so that they know what is happening in your life. Because the fact that you nominated them to become your, your, your guardian, it's because you trust them. So they should know what is happening. I know mm -hmm. with our background, we don't like sharing such information, but it is advisable to share such information so that they are not shocked when you are no longer there that, oh, by the way, I nominated Newo to look after my kids. Because now if you nominate me to look after your kids, um, you should tell me where the money to look after your kids will come from. I should know what's going to happen with your house while your kids are still under the age. Should I move into your house or will you sell your house or you're going to put it under the trust? So I need to understand before you, uh, you, you, you nominate me as a guardian. And then secondly, should it happen that we both pass on? Because uh, by default, um, the, the remaining parent is the one or the surviving parent will by default be the, the guardian. But what if it happens that we all parents. Uh, pass away on the same time? So there should be somebody who looks after your kids. That's the guardian. And then we get to the executors. So like I mentioned earlier, that you need to nominate an ex a, a funeral executor because you want certain things to be done according to your will. So you can nominate a funeral executor. So that person is not going to ex execute your whole estate, but will only execute your, your, your funeral will be the to go to person um, when it comes to where they want to be buried, how they want to be buried, what needs to be done and what shouldn't be done. So that's their funeral executor. And then there's an estate executor. You can nominate your own executor who will execute your, 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 your estate, but it's a lot of work. Hence, they are paid about 3.5%, uh, excluding VET. <laughs> that is of your whole estate. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a second. Mm -hmm. Do you have to pay them first? No, they are only paid when you yeah. are no longer there. So one thing that okay. you can do is to make provision for them to be paid while you're okay. still alive. So uh, the reason why I'm asking this question, I, I, I just wanted to, 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 to understand, um, mm -hmm about the, the payment arrangement. I yeah. go look for the executor. Mm -hmm. I find one mm -hmm. and I say, you will be my executor. Do mm -hmm. I have to pay him for that, you know, um, to prepare everything? Not upfront. Not upfront. Not so upfront. So he'll, he'll only be paid when I'm dead. When you are no longer there, yes. Because you can change your executor. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Maybe we are in good terms today, but tomorrow we are not. <laughs> okay. The okay. most it important thing is, is that you need mm. to do is to make provision for how they're going to be paid. Because if mm. you nominate a company to become your executor, it will mean that um, they, they need to be paid. Um, so your estate should be liquid enough for them to get their money. Otherwise... Um, your estate will stay there and nobody will touch it until the money is available. So so I know that you, you're working with these things and, and mm -hmm. 
And hence, you're the best person to answer all these hence questions. Hence, I'm passionate about the topic today. <laughs> and I also don't want to put you on the corner. Yeah. <laughs> but in your experience working with different people and drafting um, worlds and understand, uh, apparently this week is uh, World Awareness. National Worlds Week, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are the things that you have found, uh, which are the common mistakes that we need to avoid when, we ha when we're drafting wells? Only when we're drafting. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you can expand it. You know, just you, you know <laughs> fly one, one <laughs> common mistake um, mm. that I've seen is that one, it's what people not making provision for the things that needs to be paid. So they don't mm. have an estate planning um, put in place when they accumulating their um, their assets. So you find that uh, when they are no longer there, they assume. So I see you driving a nice car, staying in a nice house, whereas you've got a bond, uh, the car is under finance, and they, they're not protected. You don't have a life cover, or you do have a life cover, but it's you just assume that a million will be enough. You know, you didn't calculate the needs. And then when it comes to a time when your, your estate needs to be the time of winding up your estate, you find that, oh, so your bond was um, 4 million, you are owing 3 million, and uh, now you don't have a house because we need to sell the house, maybe. Uh, your car was still under finance, it's still new, you made only two payments, and it is not protected. And you've got all these little um, debts that you were accumulating along the way, and all those um, debts are not uh, provided for, so are not protected. By protection, I mean there's no money to pay off those debts. And then mm. when it's time to unwind your estate, um, the executor finds that uh, we need to sell the house. We need to put the house uh, on auction because we need to get the money to pay the bank. And we need, or the bank takes the, 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 the house back. After paying a million rent in a four million uh, rent house, you have lost a million because you didn't make provision for what's going to happen should you pass on on that bond or on that house or the, the, the car. So that, those are the things that I find people forget to make provision for or they don't really think they need, it's important to make provision for. And then another one will be that um, when you are drafting, not really when you are drafting the will. So we know sometimes we have uh, people who lost their spouses previously and they get remarried. When they were getting married, they didn't clearly specify that. Uh, so when I'm marrying now, we have to marry um, in out of community of property, and then we need to have the ANC contract signed because I'm protecting the estate of my previous uh, partner, my late spouse, for my kids to in inherit after um, from the estate. Otherwise, it means I'm bringing it in to the new marriage. So the kids might not benefit. If I don't have a will, it will be administered interstate. So they might lose on that. Or I get stepchildren, you know, and um, it's nice and fun. We are staying together. We are a blended family. We're growing together and I pass on. 
Now, I state that in my will, I don't want them to benefit out of my estate. Uh, I want my biological kids to benefit. If those kids can prove that they were financially dependent on you, they can still claim on your pension fund. And um, it's quite a lot. <laughs> Some people forget um, if they were divorced, they forget to change their will after the divorce is finalized. So you find that you pass after the 90 days because you are given at least 90 days to make amendments on your will, draft a new will that will cater for the new spouse. So they forget mm. to do that. And the former spouse will inherit instead of your current spouse. So those are the common mistakes that people make when they draft a will or forget to update their wills. Hence, we say, check it yearly, you know, check if everything is still in order or not, you know, if not, fix it. If yes, it's fine. You'll check it next year. When you check, when something changes, because sometimes you find that the beneficiary is nominated on that will. Some of them has passed on and the will has never been updated ever since they passed on. So those are the things that people forget to do um, when they're doing their will or when they're not updating their wills. I'm on this thing, man. No, no, no. <laughs> I, it, it gets complicated more and more. It is. <laughs> and, and especially when, when you now um, getting remarried. Uh, <clears throat> honestly, I never thought about it. Yeah. And um, it's it's quite something that boggles my mind mm -hmm. because now you have a new marriage or second marriage, which is mm -hmm. new, obviously. Obviously, and yes. she comes with 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 her children, and I come yeah. with my children, mm -hmm. and my estates. Um, I mean, my will has not been updated, but even if it's updated, yo, and I die. What is, what tension would that cause in the family, especially the children? A huge tension. Ish. Very huge. To a point whereby some family members couldn't see um, each other, don't want to talk to each other based on that. Because you find that Ish. my family is taking somebody else's side, but it's something that could have been fixed if you are still alive. You know, those are the important things that you have to look at. If you're changing your ID or you want to go and make a, a passport or something, that should um, be the same mindset you've got when you've got a will in place. <laughs> I, let, let me hear from you, uh, anyone on Telegram, about this um, this twist, um, <laughs> how you feel about it, especially when children are involved. involved. I, I, think, I think it's better, although it's still complicated, but it, it's better if if both of you come into a new marriage without children, you know, um, and then you don't have to fight who gets what, who doesn't get my biological children must get all of the, all of, all of the money and my adoptive uh, children would not get a cent from it. But now you said in the beginning that it will be a be best practice to share the, a copy the of the information. Yes. Now, and, uh, mm hmm yeah, now, now imagine I said that and I said only my biological children will inherit what I had. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
what's gonna happen well, now? <laughs> um, to, to be honest with you, now these are the um, conversations I feel has to be had before we can even get married. You know, especially if you're bringing children in the marriage, so it has to be discussed as to what's gonna happen. So you cannot have the discussion with me before we get married to say, okay, I would like to adopt your children, you know, and then you say they shouldn't inherit um, in your estate. I mean, mm. it's not making sense. But if mm. you say you want to adopt my children to be yours, it means we have to go through with the, with, with, with the legal adoption. So that, uh, because if it's adoptive kids, they will share equally as my biological kids. Even if you break out of that marriage, they still viewed as my biological kids. So they still have to um, inherit out of my estate. Can you have two wills? No. The first one with the first marriage, and then you protect that. And when you, marry, when you get married the second time, it's not in community of property. So basically... Whatever you start in that new marriage will be the second world that will cover the arrangement. So now you can only have one will now. <laughs> By law, you need to have one will. Now, what you can do is to update your will to cater for your previous marriage or if there's kids on your previous marriage. Because some, mm. they've got spousal support. You know, there's maintenance in that. So when I get into this marriage, I need to understand that this person is, uh, there's people who are financially dependent on him. The former spouse is still financially dependent on him. The kids from that marriage is financially dependent on him. So it needs to be clearly stated on your will. Then you can right. cater for the new marriage. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, let's change gears a little bit. I, yeah. I think I think we were running on the third gear now. Let's let's go the fourth gear and, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and the engine engine will, will you know will cool down a little bit. So one of the things uh, that I've read about is uh, when writing a will, some of the things have been neglected. Like for instance, your social media accounts. Uh, your cryptocurrencies, your your online accounts that you have um, that are not included on your will, and it becomes a challenge when you you have passed and 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 now we need access to those things. Mm -hmm. how, how do you mitigate that? You nominate somebody. You nominate an executor for that. Yeah. Okay. Does a will override a nominee form? in terms of the nominated beneficiary on the will. This is from Esther. Esther, um, I hear your question. I think that I need more clarity on that one. Um, mm. On what nominee? Where are you nominating um, the, the, the beneficiaries from? However, if I understand you correctly, let me just break this down. If we are talking um, in terms of, say, you've got a life policy where you nominated beneficiaries and you are not putting it as part of your, your estate, then the beneficiaries you nominated will get whatever you left for them. Now, if you are at work and you're talking about 
Yes, I assumed you're talking about your company, your money's in your company. So that's a, a very interesting one, Esther. If it's in the company, you are only nominating beneficiaries as a guideline to say these are the people that are financially dependent on me. Now, the, the fund will decide as to, or the board of directors of that fund will decide whether only the people you nominated can benefit or the people who have been financially dependent on you, who you didn't uh, mention on your, nomin uh, on your nominee form. So that fund will decide or the board of directors will decide whether they get or they do not get. Hmm. Hope I answered you. Yeah, no, no. I, I need somebody to translate it to, to English. <laughs> it's a simple thing. <laughs> yeah. So now, 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 if you are working and you've got group yeah. benefits at work. Okay, yeah. Yes. So with the group benefits, you don't have um, the rights, I, I will say. Yes, they give you a nomination form where you nominate who's going to benefit on your group benefits. Remember mm. I said earlier, if your stepchildren can prove that they were financially dependent on you, they can benefit out of your group benefits, out of, uh, out of your pension funds. Even if you put it in your will. So the will will not, uh, that one doesn't form part of your will. So the, 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 the board is, what will, is the one who will decide. But yes, you need to have a will to state that this is what I want happening. If there are people who are financially dependent on you and you do not want them to benefit out of the estate of your benefits at work, you can clearly state on the will that you are taking care of them now because you can afford to do that. But they shouldn't benefit when you are no longer there. You choose not to continue supporting them when you are no longer there then that will be that that's i can't say override but that's they, they they will take that into consideration that you clearly specified that you are currently taking care of them however when you are no longer there you do not want them to benefit <laughs> uh, this game who came up <laughs> with this game though eh <laughs> no man it's treacherous eh? really treacherous it is because <laughs> mm -mm, mm -mm. I'm just thinking about uh, uh, sort of for hyping on one, one, one spot here mm -hmm. but I'm just thinking about the tension that it causes um, while you're still alive we're not talking about missing you because you're dead when you're still alive and they see or oh, they've read what you have uh, um, jotted down on your will and what it what, what when it changes the dynamics of 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 your family or relationship knowing that i have a a wife or a husband a second husband or a second wife you know from a second marriage mm -hmm. who says he loves my kids that are brought into the the new marriage the second marriage but they will not be catered for when the estate has been executed, the will has been executed. 
So now it will depend on the type of marriage you enter into, the marital regime. Now we spoke about it in our previous shows, that yeah. it's important to choose wisely when you're choosing your marital regime. Because mm. if you are married in community of property, now the new spouse will have 50% and they'll be talking about, they will inherit 50% of the whole estate. And now when you are talking 50%, you're talking your own 50%. Even if I said I love your kids, you will you can cater. It's a decision that you will make to say on my 50%, I want it to be distributed amongst my biological kids or whoever I nominate. Then you can see what you do with your 50% because I left something for you. Now, if you enter into um, a marital regime where it's um, the, the one that you sign in an ANC contract where it's out of community of property, maybe without accrual. It means whatever you've got, continue with whatever you've got, and I'll continue with uh, with whatever I've got. And then I will choose whoever I leave this, uh, my, my estate to. And then if you choose um, to marry in co out of community of property with accrual, then it means the 50% of my estate that we are building now will still be distributed. You'll still get your 50%, and then the 50% will be distributed according to my wishes. Mm. Well, if you just joined us, we're talking about wills and testaments, uh, planning it now while you're still alive so that you can protect those uh, that are left behind. And, um, Fikile, yeah, no, yeah. This, this is quite... Not a nice show for me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's a conversation I don't really like uh, having, but yeah. I enjoy having with individuals because I think yeah. our, our situations are, are different. You know, you mm, can take the mm. whole information, but you cannot use all of it. You'll yeah, select no, what suits you best. Hence, I, I, I prefer consultations with individuals because yeah. we cater it individually. Whatever works for you, you know your 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 family uh, your family dynamics, and then mm. you can put it that way. If you know that your family is gonna fight over your dead body, then you should make sure that um your wife knows that there is a will, and when you pass on, it's the first document that she takes out. You know, I had mm. a similar experience where one of my closest family members passed on. You know, everybody had something that um, the, 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 the late person said to them, but there was no proof, you know. So you, you're protecting your loved ones. If you're planning it ahead, you're protecting mm. your loved ones so that they can moan you when you are gone. Because if that there's no will in, in, in place, everybody feels like they are entitled to everything that you own. You know, the family members, uh, like your aunts, your uncles, believe that they've got some type of entitlement on your estate while they were not even contributing a cent on uh, when you were still alive. Sure. So do, do you have different types of worlds? Or it's just a standard world that you have? Uh, I will say it's a standard will. It depends on how complicated it gets. Okay. Right. Uh, the reason why I'm asking this, um, I saw somewhere there's um, types of wills, like simple will, mm -hmm. living will, joint will, and holographic wills. Okay, you and I asked what about are those. that. All right. Yeah. So, yes, if you are married, you can decide whether you want to have an individual will 
or a joint okay. well with your partner, with your spouse. If you, um, which one did you mention again? It's a holographic well, a living Never well, a, a joint well. Yeah. <laughs> I know about the, the simple mm. one is when it's the one that we discussed earlier to say, yeah. if you, if you, um, you don't have an estate or you don't have a big mm. estate, but you mm. need to have something in place. You can just draft it to say, okay, when I pass on, this is how I want it to be executed. And you mentioned the living will, which is very important, um, you know, to decide while you are still mm. alive and everything is still fine. You know, when you get to a, a, a you've got a condition where they, you are in hospital and um, you cannot make decisions for yourself on yeah. what you are like, whether you want to be kept on the machine or not, say you are brain dead and mm. you are, you don't want to continue living because it will cost your family members an arm and a leg to keep you alive. You can decide that you want the machines to be switched off. They don't have to ask anyone. The will will speak on your behalf because you cannot make that decision for yourself. That doesn't mean that when you are in ICU, they can switch off the machines. But when mm. the doctors declare that, you know what, there's no hope. We kept this mm. person on machines for over a week uh, or over a month. And there's still no hope. This person is basically dead. We just need to switch off the machines. Then you can state that's that's what we call a living will. So clearly there's a difference between a will and a funeral cover. Definitely. Can you have both? Yes. So a funeral cover, it's that covers for your funeral, right? And then mm -hmm. um, a will is what speaks on. That's why we say it's a last will and testament. So mm. we, it's what I want happening with me or with my belongings when I'm no longer there. So that's you speaking when you are already gone. Okay. So let's wrap, wrap up. Uh, we, we, had, we had everything about wills and testaments and uh, the do's and don'ts. Um, mm. For the benefit of those that have just connected, we, we just want to, you know, highlight few things about wills, and um, you, you you can help me with this, um, Figile. Okay. Um, uh, we need to know the importance of having a will. Um, why is having a will very crucial in our lives? And uh, we also uh, discussed different types of wills that one can have, and we also discussed the components of a will. So in these components, we have an executor. Uh, the one who's responsible to manage your estate, paying debts and distributing assets according to the will. And we have beneficiaries. Uh, those will explain how um, you have to name the beneficiaries, including family members, friends, organizations, and charities. Mm -hmm. And you have assets, which include your bank account, your property, your investments, your personal belongings, um, those will be will have to be highlighted, and you have a guardianship. Before I get into there, I see there's a message uh, on the group uh, mm -hmm. on the chat. Mm -hmm. A will stencil from bookshops is that considered valid? Uh -huh. Yes, That's for a, a will there. to be valid, it can be mm -hmm. a, a, a a template that you downloaded on online. 
and you mm -hmm. completed it and you signed it. As long as it has been signed currently in South Africa, we, we need the wet signature, that is hand signature, and has two witnesses. It's considered a valid will. However, if your estate is complicated and you didn't have um, like advice from your, like you don't have an estate planning, you didn't see a lawyer, you didn't see your financial planner or advisor, you just drafted it. As much as it is valid, but now the little things that you didn't plan for will just make your will uh, invalid, even though the will itself is valid. Mm, okay. So if you've got a, a, a an estate, if you know that you've got an estate, I'd advise yeah. you to get an estate planning, you know, so that whenever you draft a will, you can be able to cater for whatever is in your estate and you will know exactly what is happening in your estate. All right. So here's another thing there. Mm -hmm. what, how, what would you, um, you know, advise the viewers here or the listeners on the triggers that these are the triggers that, uh, that says to you, you need to go and update your, your will. <laughs> very interesting <laughs> mm. i would assume it will be um when somebody else dies yes when a when big you, event in your you... life happens okay. whether you're getting yeah. married or somebody mm. passes on in the family um i will mm. say you can actually update your will when you uh, unfortunately we are obligated to change your will as and when you want to change it but if mm. you didn't say eye to eye with your wife there's not that's not a, a valid reason why you should change your, your will and remove them you know but however can you do that yeah uh, people do that you know i've <laughs> okay, got a okay. client who changes their will for like every month there's this person they're taking out and putting back in you know you play that because it's the client's will. However, mm. that's not really grounds for you to change your will. Mm. But mm. if there's big events like the, the beneficiary passes on, or you have made a, a, a conscious decision to say, this child of mine is not going to benefit out of my estate um, from now on because I tried one, two, three, and it doesn't work. And I don't want to leave them anything that belongs to me. You are welcome to do that. However, even if that uncle this week and you want to remove them in your will, it's fine. You can do that. But it's a lot of paperwork for us. <laughs> and the birth of a child, eh? I, I yeah. assume. <laughs> don't don't forget, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and they're 18 and they're, they're not included in their will. Yeah, no, it's uh, If you want to remove else. them, yeah. you can do that. Yeah. Well, in summary, thank you so much, uh, Figila, for all that um, information that you've just given us. And thanks to, to all those that have connected on Telegram. We really appreciate your support, you know, on a weekly basis that you put, a, put aside time uh, to come and listen to us. And uh, when we impart information, uh, we're inviting professionals, you know, uh, those that can lead us in the topics that we talk in. And um, to wrap up, what would be your last advice on wills and testaments? 
my advice is that everybody needs to have a will in place. Mm. Um, I mean, it's it's a simple document that will change um, a lot in your loved one's life. You know, we we often don't get time to mourn our loved ones because we need to constantly be fighting with other family members with uh, things that could have been catered for. So it is very important for you to have a will in place. Whether it's a basic, simple will, it's better than not having anything. Whether you've got an, uh, an like assets, because some people believe that I need to have a lot of assets for me to have a will. No. Draft a simple will to say, this is what I want happening, whether it's today or tomorrow, and then keep on updating it at least yearly. Check if everything is still in place and if you need to update anything in your will. Do that. It is a free will, uh, a national will um, month, uh, sorry, week. So I think all the lawyers, all the advisors out there, anybody who drafts a will is drafting it for free. So you shouldn't worry. Okay. Utilize this time wisely because you're not going to pay anything for it to be drafted for you. Oh, that's nice. We love freebies. <laughs> oh, yes. I am actually giving that away those freebies from today until Friday. So if you yeah. want your will drafted, you can just contact me. I will do it for you. Um, All right. Catering for individuals. Oh, that's awesome. Hilda, you have your hand raised there. Yes, um, I just want the contacts of Sisfigile, please. All right. Um, I must utilize this week as well. Yeah. <laughs> Figile, do you want to share your, your your number or your email address? Um, yeah, uh, You can share my number as well. Uh, okay. I can give you my contact number. Uh, I okay. prefer WhatsApp calls. <laughs> 071-186-8267. You can... Um, Send me a text or you can send me a WhatsApp. All right. Uh, I have to tap it down there for uh, Telegram. It's zero. Let me type it on the chat as well. Yeah. You can say that again. 071. 071. Yeah. 186. 186. 82. 82. 67. 67. Yes. Okay. So I've sent a message. Yeah. One thing, yeah. Yes, One thing that I wanted to find out if, if if I want. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can yes. hear you. Yeah. Okay. So if if I want my will to be drafted, must I bring my spouse with? No. If you want your individual will, you don't have to bring um your spouse with. But if you want to have a joint okay. will then that's when you need to have your spouse with. So basically, individual okay. will only caters what you have from your side. So so that's that you your 50%. In. You're talking okay. about your 50%, yes. Okay. Well, makes sense. All right. No. No, nah, the, one, the one that I want now is how to be buried. <laughs> that's the one. You need to be specific. <laughs> yes. I just want to be cremated. This thing of the whole week, people coming in and out, I don't like it. it I agree me. with you. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm there too. I'm there too. Yeah, yeah. 
it, it I, also, mean, I need to give my yeah. family members the time to moan, you know, uh, yeah. to, 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 I mean, to have to that moan. conversation mm. instead of entertaining all the people that haven't spoken mm. to me in a year, you know, they want tea, they want coffee. You my kids cannot moan me because they are being sent left, right and center. Mm. No. Yeah. Morning, you know, is, is <laughs> very important. But you're not able to do that when you have people coming in. Um, exactly. You have to put you, on a smile. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, for African culture, it's kind of difficult to introduce cremation. But uh, I think it's something that we, we need to revisit. Maybe we'll have a show about it and uh, see how it goes. Yes, yes. You, yeah. you, you, you know, you know now uh, talking about our African culture, I... Hmm kept on telling my 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 dad that mm. I want to be cremated. And mm. he said, because um, when he saw that I was adamant about being cremated, he's like, you make sure that you die when you are in Gauteng. I'll do whatever you want. But if you <laughs> die when you are home, I'm just going to bury you. <laughs> you wouldn't know anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't know anyway. <laughs> All right. No, we, we're laughing about this, um, but it's a very serious matter. Um, we need it to is. really visit with families uh, what what mm-hmm. your wishes mm-hmm. are. And because uh, if they, they're not aware of it, then we fight. <sighs> yes. Unfortunately, mm. you're not there to defend yourself, to say, yay, this is what I want to do. But uh, those that are left behind will be fighting um, I would be saying my wife wanted to be cremated. And then the in-laws would say, yeah, why do you want to burn our Yeah, what our, are you hiding? Why are you, ex- exactly. why are you doing yeah. it? What are you hiding? What did you do to our child? You know? Yeah, yeah. But thank you so much. Um, as we... Yeah, the nice, the nice sound that we love. Is the producer saying we've run out of time. But thank you so much for joining NMP Talk Show. You know, these discussions are burning. You know, we really need to talk about them. And thank you for your comments. Thank you for putting time aside so that you can join us. You know, uh, listen in on Telegram, on Riverside, on YouTube. And we will have this show uh, pre-recorded, not pre-recorded, a recorded show of this episode on YouTube and uh, all the podcasting uh, platforms that we, we do have. So um, be on the lookout on on that um, recording for this week. So my name is Naomi Rapedi, the host of NMP Talk Show, and I'm with my co-host, Figilan Kosi, and we're signing out. (laughs) 